So I will transfer you my energy. I will transfer my karma. Here is my karma on you. Please record. Boom. Connected to the cloud server. What's up, everybody? Episode 15. Hintse. Right? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that Kinsei? Katorse Kinsei. Yeah, Kinsei. Kinsei. That's awesome. That is a big birthday party for the um, Mexican culture. I don't know if it's if it's other uh, Central American countries, but I know my, my neighbors were Mexican, and um, the Quinceanera is a big party that they have. I don't know. Is that like you're into adulthood type thing? Yeah, but it's only for girls. I think it's only for uh, girls, yeah. Well, um, girls mature faster, so that makes sense. Yeah, they can also get. I heard that they uh, get taller faster, they grow yep. faster, or they grow sooner, earlier. earlier. Yeah. What grade did you go to, private or public school? Eighth grade. So I remember in middle school. I guess that's what sixth, seventh, and eighth, typically. Yeah. I remember. I think it was like sixth grade. That's when the girls are like taller and the one girl her name was Bryn she's dark I mean she's tall I think she's like five ten or five eleven now but I remember she was like five ten when she was like in sixth or seventh grade and I was just like oh my gosh she's, she's a big girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I was always yeah when I was in public school I was still pretty one of the tallest people I don't know. I guess I was like 5'10". I don't really know when I like stopped growing. I think I was like, I think I was like six foot, maybe 5'11 in a senior year of high school. I'm 6'1 now. When do you stop growing? I know that I, I grew six inches in like one year, like over the summer. Uh, the Damn. reason I know this was because I think it was when I was 13, like 12 or 13, because literally you're done at 12. And I remember it went from Little League to Pony League, and I was playing shortstop. And then all of a sudden the next year I grew, and I was so – my coordination was so off. Started playing first base. <laughs> Started started sitting the bench. Oh no! Oh man! Well, I remember the the one game. I was playing shortstop, and the ball got hit to me. And you know, I went down to like bend to pick it up, and it went straight through my legs. And I was like so confused because that's never that literally never happened to me. Through, like all of the league, I don't ever. I don't even think I ever had an error in the league. And. It went through my legs. And I was so confused, and I looked down, and my glove was like still eight inches off the ground. Yeah, <laughs> that that like sucks. The it's one of the most embarrassing things to happen in sports. Is that at any age, it just sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's better to like the ball take a bounce and like it hit off weird and go down than go straight through. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I played third base in in uh, high school, and a little bit when I went to the University of Charleston. Um, and that just sucks because most of the batters in anywhere are right-handed. Most of the people are right-handed, uh-huh. and they can just turn on the ball. And you have to play so far back, but it would still suck because they're just hitting these missiles at you. And you pretty much all you have to do is. You know, typically in a in a, like a dominant infield, the third baseman should have the most errors. Like that's how like the spread should be, just because it's it's crazy like how fast the ball comes at you. Especially with um, aluminum bats. Oh my god! I think they should be illegal. I think they should. I think the college kids should use wood bats. Yeah, I think they should stop. It should really be like right after Little League. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because even even at Little League, man, you watch the Little League World Series and stuff, and those 
those kids are just hitting rockets. Because some of those kids, like we said, when you're around 12, that's when people start growing. Well, some of those kids, I see, I remember the one kid was 12 years old and he was like six foot one, like 170 or 160. I'm like, that's me. Yeah. So, and because they, you could have like a late birthday and then practically be 13. I remember, um, I always thought about that. It was like this kid, this kid who was really good in um, our high school. It was like the, the star athlete. He, his birthday was in August. So he was like a, pretty much a year older than everyone else in our grade. And I always thought that was so interesting. Um, because I was like, oh, well, I mean, he was good because, I mean, he was on varsity pretty much every sport since he was a freshman. Um, so, I mean, he was better than the seniors, you know what I mean? Like he played. So it's not, I don't say, I don't think that that's why he was so good, but he was, that's, I mean, he was like dominant by the time he was a senior. You know what I mean? He played in the NFL. That's crazy. When, when I was a sophomore in high school, I played some Pennsylvania school for soccer and apparently it's big up there to hold your kid back or something. Um, oh, really? So the soccer team, the one soccer team he played, the coach said, hey, their whole starting lineup is this, um, is already, like, almost 19 or something like that. And we just got destroyed because our <laughs> – we had the majority of juniors and, like, sophomores playing, and it was a bunch of guys three years older. So, <laughs> we got destroyed. <laughs> Damn. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on, man? Oh man, um, when does kayaking... I have a shepherd shirt on? I do. Yeah, it's mine. Shepherd today, repping. Shepherd. I look down like I'm wearing something. Shepard. Actually, I'm wearing uh, these pants or shorts. Oh, nice. We are the home team. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm away yesterday. No, we still still rocking the headband. When are you guys, when are you thinking about getting a haircut? Uh, there's a nice barbershop right down the street from you. I think I'm just gonna wait until I really have to go back to work. Yeah, I mean it doesn't look bad. Mm-mm. You've had longer hair in your life before. Uh, yeah, but it's getting close. It's Is getting it really? It's <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. I was thinking about that the other day. I said the last time I had this long hair, I think I was a freshman in yeah. college. Yeah. Because I think I came in with long hair and then I got cut. And I remember I, when I got it cut, guys on the soccer team, when they were walking down, thought we had um, a recruit, like a high school recruit. It looked <laughs> so much different. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, that was a big difference that your hair was like that surfer skater hair. So yeah. Strong. yeah. It's funny. Oh, so man. So you went kayaking today? Yeah, I went kayaking, uh, read some. Um, I uh, bought some medical supplies and donated them to this. Uh, what kind of supplies? Medical supplies. Medical supplies. Yeah, I'm a part of this group uh, called Standing Up for Racial Justice. And uh, they, it's somewhat of a email list that's in, informs me of certain events and certain like letter writing campaigns and things like that. Um, they put out something about needing medical supplies for the protests downtown. So I figured, you know, why not? Maybe they could use some. I feel like it's getting bad, man. Those kids or those, you know, I saw some videos of, people getting beat up on both sides, you know, and the more, the, what I'm afraid of is that the more that the cops get beat up, the more jumpy that they're going to be and the more shooting that they'll do, you know? For sure. Yeah. It's crazy out there. Especially one thing I've always said, and I wish they'd do it is I wish cops and teachers got paid more, but I wish that the training and um, what's it called? I guess like the application process or the training process was better. 
Because yeah. um, a lot of people, like, I saw this a lot, like, people saying that, you know, you don't even have to really go to college to become a cop. You, you don't. You barely graduate high school. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, you put, so you put these people that, and I'm not saying all of them, and I'm not even saying most of them, but I know, I know people that become police officers just so they can have like that power complex or whatever. Right. Right. Which is, which is scary. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I, I said this too, on the same lines as that, like really fucked up people, you know, like serial killers, they're so methodical with like, you know, they are obsessed with killing. So they like, they'll do anything to kill. So what if it was just a super smart serial killer just decided to be a cop and then he could just kill people when, you know, like, that's crazy to me. Like that, pro- that probably has happened. I and mean, we'll never know for sure, you know, but isn't that nuts? Keep, keep talking. My dogs are wrestling and, they, and their <laughs> collars are so loud. So it's like, <laughs> it's like jingle bells. So okay, talk, um, kill some yeah. time and I'll take all the collars. Okay, cool. Yeah, but it's nuts that people could just, just sign up pretty much just sign up to be a police officer and and i guess you know maybe that's probably a little bit demeaning because i'm sure that it takes there's a test and you have to learn all the laws and and i'm sure that there's some skill required but after the initial training what do they do are there is there continual training bullshit yeah no it's all it's just like no like i hardly any of them even keep up good health you know that's what i was gonna say and i also think if you're a cop I think every year you should have like a fitness test and like a mental, or what's that called? Um, like a psych test or something just to make sure. Cause you know, it's one of those things like, you know, I got to pause. These guys are, these guys are going wild right now. It's uh, it's WrestleMania in the living room. So audience, I apologize, you know, we have two Huskies that haven't had their exercise yet today because it's super hot out. Uh, they get a little wild and crazy, so I gotta, I gotta do something. It's all good. All, it just kind of sounds up? like it just kind of sounds like breathing. Yeah, they're like, Arr. yeah. All right, give me a minute. All right. Why do, uh, Got why it. do this? Um, what was I saying? Training. Cop training. Oh, conti- Yeah, cop training. Yeah. You know, if we continue the training on the cops to remind them of kind of like why they started doing it, um, maybe give a sense of pride. I don't know. Like I'm talking like it's it's the cops' fault. Like it's like, and I don't think that. I think that those cops were really really bad cops that killed George Floyd. But I do think that there are a significant number of racist cops that we don't know about, like that. Um, uh, hacker group anonymous uh, that's been pretty uh, they've been pretty active as far as activism goes um, they released what 150 names of um, members of the Ku Klux Klan this morning almost 200 yeah like those people have real jobs you know they could be your carpenter they could be your banker they can be your uh fucking police neighborhood police officer and they can be racist and that's not it's not cool the fact that the ku klux klan can actively uh, congregate is ridiculous because they're they their their whole presence is hate they hate people who don't look like them and it's incredible that we just kind of like let that happen you know like if I don't know. It's just that's just just really weird, um, and I think so, now it's all just kind yeah. of coming out. Yeah. Well, another thing too is I think it's difficult too. So let's say you you have you know let's not say racist, but let's say you have you grew up in a environment that kind of promoted it, and it, or it was just kind of there. So you might have like those thoughts and you don't have a way to exercise it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the examples is, uh, who was the guy um, in Taken that 
actor. Liam Neeson? Yeah, remember when he came out and said, you know, I had these thoughts and feelings about, like, uh, his friend, what happened was, it was like his friend who was a girl got, like, raped by a black guy, and he had this hatred towards, he had this feeling that the next black guy he sees, he wants to, like, kill. Yeah. And he came out, and he got, like, destroyed. People were like, oh, you're a racist, and... It's like, okay, well, yes. Did he have race, like racist thoughts and stuff? Yes. Does that mean he's a racist? No. And the fact that he came out and said that he had these feelings and it scared him, you know, other people might have the same feelings, but they can't express themselves and it's scary. But it mm-hmm. kind of just like builds up until something like this maybe happens. So I think that if somebody has those thoughts or feelings, maybe they have a platform where they can express it without like getting destroyed or like super ridiculed because I mean, let's say you have these race, racial thoughts or racial tendencies and you don't have a way to express it, then it's not going to help. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think the fact that we've just been ignored um, uh-huh. and even I've, you know, I've felt weird. Like I didn't really put it into context either until you recently that that silence really is acceptance and in and that really woke me up because by me not saying anything is me is me just being like yeah I, I know that this is happening but I never I never wanted to take a big enough stand because I guess I was afraid of of I don't know backlash or anything caught up in something that i didn't really understand but now that i understand it i can you know comfortably say that i think that there is you know there is racism in this country and it just so happens that some people who are powerful are uh, you know fall victim to racism and and the one part part two is let's say you do finally come out and like hey like you know i want to make a stand then you have those assholes who go, oh, why now? Why now? So it's like right, you, yeah. you're fighting like a never-ending battle. And yeah. it's like, okay, so I'm, I'm trying to, you know, be better. I'm trying to better myself. And now you're ridiculing me for it? Like, come on now. We got we to gotta yeah. stop doing that. I know. It's like everyone has to have – everyone's going to have an awakening moment. You know what I mean? It's not – if everyone was on the same page, none of this would be happening. <laughs> you have to accept the fact that people are always going to be understanding this. They're going to be learning about it, and then they'll have that moment. But until then, it's just a slow process. And You know, and- I, had, I had that moment when I was um, – I went to a basketball camp when I was, I was either in middle school or high school. I think it was like a freshman in high school or I was in late middle school. I think it was middle school. And obviously most of the kids at the camp were black. And I remember we were in uh, this little lounge area after the camp and we were watching TV or something. And I was trying to explain what a guy looked like. And I, they were like, so what does he look like? And I said, well, he looks um, dark. He's, uh, and I said, like, black or something. And I, like, stuttered. And the black kids were making fun of me. They're like, dude, you can say black, man. <laughs> <laughs> and they were making fun of me. And I was like, I, but I didn't know any black kids really growing up because there was one, one black kid in my school, and he was, he was adopted by a white family. So he had, like, super white tendencies. and. So being around, you know, black kids for the first time, I didn't know how to react because, you know, if you're not in that environment, and I think that's, that, that's one of the reasons why we see so many racist people because the environments they live in and they don't, they're in a white environment their whole life. They're never introduced to people of different race, ethnicities. And the only thing they hear is the stuff we see on TV, like the news, like, oh, this black guy killed this person. So it's like, oh, those black guys, they're evil. It's like, well, no, that individual black guy is evil. But that's one of the problems. Like, the only time they ever hear or get this exposure to other cultures or races is through, you know, the media or, or these outlets. And 
I mean, it, it would be tough because, I mean, if the only thing you ever read about or saw on TV about, let's say, an animal was that they were bad, well, the first time you meet that animal, you're probably going to be like, I'm going to be hesitant towards that, that animal that I've never seen before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. now I'm not calling black people animals. I was just trying to right. no, I understand. give yeah. a – but it's one of those things where you, education is key. Yeah. And exposure, you know, exposure to different race and cultures. Yeah. Just being kind. You know, it comes down to just, like, simple things at the end of the day, right? You know, if you just yeah, describe, really like, like, just, like, small acts of kindness, like being kind, grateful, uh, joyful, generous, you know, all those things just lead to good things. But when you start lying and when you start – uh stealing and just trying to control the situation too much and then bad things happen and you need to just kind of let things go a little bit and be a little bit more of a better person you know that's the solution yeah so one of the best things for me is when i was in college well actually when i was in high school my mom said hey here's a cool scholarship opportunity it was a multicultural leadership team uh, and yeah 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 so i applied for it and i got it as a freshman which was awesome because it paid for a good bit of school nice. but when i was finally in it i was like oh like why don't they teach kind of these things at a younger age you know we, we learned about i had no idea until i was a freshman that there was more than one gender that um you know transgender is a thing had no idea about that because you didn't hear about that stuff when we were growing up yeah never heard of it i mean yeah it's been in the last eight ten years that it's come to the fourfold yeah i'd heard about like um like cross-dressing like cross-dressing was one yeah. thing but, but having the like surgery to go through like to go forward with it that was that was like on, on the very like the frontier was out there so the one guy well i guess he yeah he considers him like guy at shepherd who was in this group actually had both male and female organs what yeah and i was just like and he got bullied as a kid because he was completely different and i felt so bad I was, oh my god I, I didn't even know that was a thing i never even I yeah. never even crossed my mind that, that could even be a thing. So okay. it's one of those things where they should start teaching, you know, about different cultures and religions. I know they try to keep religion out of schools, but they really should, they shouldn't like force it upon you, but they should be like, Hey, you know, these are different religions that people study. Yeah. And, but you know, that's like, oh yeah. Like any, like it just yeah, just exploring religion from like even a, a historical perspective. You know what was happening during these times that are in these religious texts historically. That would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I mean well, they, they, could, they could teach they could teach religion. They could teach finance. Uh, they could have a whole thing on just taxes. Um, they could teach. It's one of those crazy things, too, is because, so let's say you're, that's a perfect example for religion. Let's say you're born in a Catholic household, right? So you're going to learn about Catholicism and stuff. Right. And I don't know why we, we can't teach about religions in school. Like, hey, you know what? This, these are the religions people, uh, the major religions people, you know, you or follow in the world. Um, these are their beliefs and stuff. And What's the harm in allowing people to learn? So they want to be Lutheran or Presbyterian or Baptist or something. Let them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It seems to be that the school system needs to follow a certain curriculum and then. Well, it's about state yeah, funding. That's what it's all what it comes down to. Yeah, and there's just not enough interest in terms of teachers. Well, one of the problems is teaching now. Um, 
and actually it started under the Bush administration where like, you know, standardized testing and you get state and like federal funding depending on your test scores. Well, these test scores are super biased and they've, they've shown this, um, especially depending on your region. If you look at like states that succeed in standardized testing, I know um, states like Connecticut are always at the top. And one of the reasons is, is the way the standardized tests are written. It's the way sentence structures are formulated. It's vocabulary. If you go to, you know, Texas, the vocabulary is going to be so much different from New York. Just the way words are, you know, phrased, and it's it's crazy. So yeah, yeah. it's it's no wonder that kids struggle when you have a certain test because it's not going to be, I don't know, received the same way depending where you grew up. Yeah, I think it's there's a lot to be said about public schools. Um, I was fortunate, I mean, well, fortunate, I mean, I guess it's fortunate that I got to experience both homeschooling and public schooling. Homeschooling was more experiencing things and then learning about stuff through those experiences. It was kind of like a, just a constant field trip with like some reading in between. <laughs> uh, and then public school, honestly, public school was kind of boring, man. I just liked it because there was people there. <laughs> um, but it, I didn't really try that hard. And I mean, I like I didn't eat at all. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got pretty good grades. I mean, as a homeschooler, I skipped fourth grade. And so I could have went into ninth, but I chose to stay back. because I knew more people in eighth. It wasn't like I wasn't getting good grades in homeschooling or getting good grades on my test each year. But then I got to public school and I was like, okay, well, this is kind of, I don't really feel like doing this. Like, it's kind of like, like I'm learning. I like, I understand, like I'm learning this, but um, it just didn't. So one of the problems for me is I remember in elementary school and middle school, I didn't get challenged at all. Yeah. And I got so bored and my work ethic suffered for it. And it's one of those things where people with good work ethics succeed so much more than people with bad work ethics. And you think, oh, well, that's obvious. It's like, but where did that come from? And one of the things that came from, I think, is that school, you know, that's one of those things. If, let's say you, you get a math, you get, the teacher gives you a math sheet and goes, hey, complete this math sheet. And when you're done, just whatever. Well, if I finish that sheet in five minutes and the next person to finish it finishes in like 10, well, that's five extra minutes where I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's one of the big problems is that these teachers aren't, I'm not saying that they're not doing a good job, but I think they should do a better job at, I guess, like stimulating the youth. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it just needs to be more interactive, but again, you know, it's free. Public school is free. So yeah. it's like, what do you expect? You know what I mean? Like, what do you expect? Joe went to private school. What's your take? Um, it wasn't a whole lot different. Um, I mean, like, what private school did you go to? I went to St. John's. Where's that? It, it's in DC. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's uh, so. Well, I went. Yeah, I went there for high school, and then I went to uh, Holy Cross. A couple. A couple other places but anyway so um i would say it's this it's all the same thing like um like we the difference is that we have a religion class um and we wear a uniform <laughs> so i don't like i think that the cool thing that I, shane which i agree with you like learning all different religions i had an opportunity to learn about other religions um and i mean obviously the Catholicism, but we also were taught other ones. Um, but in terms of like opportunities to excel in certain uh, classes, like 
like I know we had we had a math option um, in middle school that if you were ahead of the class you could take like this I don't know like higher level class so I was in that like I it was like me and a couple other people but the I in ninth grade I went in uh, I, I fell asleep all the time in my math class because it was at like 10 30 in the morning and it was like nap time so I got a terrible grade and then the rest of math the rest of my math years I was in the one below but it was way too easy like I wasn't bad at math I was just falling asleep <laughs> in the class so I wasn't picking up any information but it was awesome because it was so easy to get A's in the rest of the classes well, I remember freshman year in college, we had to take a math class, and it was a math class that, because, I mean, I was like in AP statistics and stuff, and so math was always super easy for me, um, so when I had to take this entry-level math in college, I was just, I literally thought it was a joke, I told the teacher, like, hey, this is ridiculous. And he was so cool. He was a, probably the coolest professor I ever had at Shepherd. He was just like, yeah, cool, whatever. I don't remember. He was young. Um, I'm terrible with names. I don't know. I don't know if I could name you one person, one professor really? from college. Yeah, I don't think I could name uh, him. Dr. Demerit. Well, he was... <laughs> He was our landlord. <laughs> um, yeah. I think there was one. There was like a Monica, and I think it's Larson. But other than that, I can't. I can't tell you one person that. Huh. Man, we have gone into it on this episode. Of we haven't even gotten to our questions, which I, I'm okay with because yeah. this is. This has been more exciting. <laughs> this has been more exciting. We might have to think of a different title for this one. We got into it. Um, uh, but our topics are kind of cool, so we can go over them a little bit, but I want to do random facts. Um, so we just table, we, should we table our questions for the next time? We've already been talking for like 40 minutes. It's true. It's true. Should we just have like a, a this will be a filler episode or like a, a debate? We could. Or, Question we could, uh, we had attacks the issues. We could, man, because you know sometimes instead of the regular reg, I can't, I can never say this. So it's regular, but it's <laughs> regular. You have L Y at the end. Regularly, regularly. Yeah, regular. I can't. There's there's certain words that I have such a problem pronouncing, and that is one of them. Reg, you, clearly, scheduled programming. <laughs> Regularly scheduled programming. That is hard to say. I had to say it in a weird voice just to get it out. Um, yeah, sometimes you have to actually hit the topics or the yeah. what's happening in the world. I'm down. All right, so episode 15, uh, the, the political uh, activist series, the news series we'll figure it out we'll figure it out but um tune in next episode for our topics that are teleportation and prostitution so that oh my is, god you know what's funny it's gonna be great i forgot that i asked you about <laughs> <this>. <laughs> i told you it's gonna be a crazy episode but but it's good that we talked about that stuff because they're hot topics in society and they should be talked about and they, they should be talked about more often and it shouldn't take, you know, a killing um, or looting or vandalism to bring things up. And maybe we should do that too. Maybe we should bring up hot topics every couple Not episodes. So yeah, I think so. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. I think, I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, these issues aren't talked about enough and, um, the, like I said, the silence was wasn't silence. You know, it was more a lot more than that. And even you know us having uh, the small platform that we do, I think that it's important to to talk about the things. And one thing that stuck out to me, you know, I debated going down and to the protest today in D.C. It's like, man, I could just I could just go down, I could drop this off at the church. It's in Logan Circle. I drop off the medical supplies there, park there, and then just walk down. 
and I struggled with it because I wasn't sure if it was the right, if I was, my intentions were right. You know, if I was just getting caught up in the emotion of it, you know, like, um, like this is an exciting time and I want to be a part of it. Or I wanted to make sure that I really understood what the issue was. And, um, you know, I just don't think that's the problem too, Mm -hmm. that some people, unfortunately, will go and go to the marches or go to these rallies or whatever just for, you know, Instagram or just for, I don't know, they, they just go to go and they're, they're not going for the actual meeting. Mm-hmm. So for those people, if you're going to go to things like that, do some research, you know, go for a good reason and don't go for clicks or yeah. just because you, you said you did it because right. that's not helping anybody. Right, right. And I think that was what I came to. It was really like I had, you know, since I was you know, on the fringes, we went down to Bethesda yesterday for the Black Lives Matter rally and listened to a bunch of people speak. And that was, that was cool. And that's what I feel. And that really inspired me to do the medical supplies thing because I feel like that is the role that, I have, you know, I looked at it like I was on the, I've been on the bench this whole time watching this, the, the starters play this race war. And, you know, when they need a break, that's where I, the bench players come in. You know, the role players have to step up in certain moments, to play their role. And it may not be a starting player in this whole thing. Uh, I'm definitely not, but, you know, stepping up in, into that situation and, and really being able to tell my kids in the future what I was doing at this time. Um, and even more, you know, I'm even more grateful to be able to document that through this podcast. So that's, that's really cool. And it's, it's important to talk about it. You're right. And one thing I really liked, which they didn't show enough of, and, and that's one of the reasons why I can't stand some of these news. Um, I guess companies like CNN or Fox's, that you do have some of these communities where the cops are walking with the protesters and they, they go, Hey, we get it. What happened was terrible, but that's not everybody. You know, we are fighting the same battles as you guys that we're trying to get this to stop. And I want to say it was Seattle. I don't know if it was Seattle, but I know there, um, a couple years ago when a, who was that one guy who got killed by a cop a couple years ago? Trayvon Martin. No, the one after that. <laughs> the, the, when LeBron had to wear, uh, they wore like the can't breathe. Oh, uh, Eric Gardner? I think so. Yeah, so, he got choked. Yes, yeah, so one of the, um, one of these counties or one of these departments brought in the guy to do like specialized training because it's one of those things, let's say you're not trained in like martial arts or combat or, you know, you weren't in the, uh, the military because those guys get really good training and you're just a guy coming out of high school. So you might be 19, 20 years old. You're still pretty much a kid. And then you have, you know, a, a bigger person coming at you Well, you have a gun in your hand. So you might just shoot. But if you have some like, you know, martial arts training or self-defense training, you're going to be so much more likely to try to handle it in a nonviolent way than just to like, hey, my life's in danger because you've never had to defend for yourself. Mm-hmm. So the one company brought in a guy, I don't know if it was like, uh, like a jiu-jitsu person or it was somebody who was like training martial arts was like a black belt. They got the training and their number of incidents went from like here down to here just because people knew how to defend themselves so i think wow. uh, i know one person said that they i think it was like a sheriff or something said that they might start looking into having all of their um cops become a purple belt and like jujitsu or something before they could become uh, a cop wow i mean that makes sense totally yeah. yeah, it's kind of, like, I, like we said at the beginning, it's just the qualifications to become a cop are just a little bit low, in my opinion. But, but there'd be Lar it by. Oh, right, should we do some random facts? Random facts, random facts. 
I I love random facts, and I think we we have to we have to figure out something with these random facts. I think we need to have some type of like scoreboard, or we have to have. Um, I think we gotta do something. Okay. We gotta do something cool with it. I don't know what it is. I'll brainstorm it. Okay. I like coming up with little things like that. I think it's a good um, idea. So like a point system, like I said, so maybe if it's, hey, this week, if John gets more questions right than Shane, then Shane has to run a half marathon or something like that. Sounds great. Or, yeah, or if Shane does more than John, John has to do a thousand sit-ups today. These are really intense. You're making this a little bit more of a time commitment. Well, <laughs> five hundred setups. A <laughs> hundred setups. We'll start. We'll start small, and then we can start recording it and then putting it on YouTube. Sounds good. We'll, we'll discuss. It's a. We're an incubator. We're we're just you know. You know, we're just tossing ideas around, throwing out ideas. See what sticks. All right, can you Let's hear me, or do you need me to move closer? I'm closer. I'm right, closer. So, <laughs> you guys threw me off a little bit because I had some questions prepared for you for prostitution and teleportation, but we will still still fun. We'll address. Let's no, no, no. It. I'll wait for that. Boom, boom, boom. All good. right. In which U.S. state is Area 51 located? Nevada. 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 Um, what blonde hair? Oop, I lost it. Mm. Pop up blocker. Let's blonde hair. Blue on. eyes. We're gonna move on to that one. Uh, what actress or what is the name of the actress in Bre Breakfast at Tiffany's? Julian Roberts. No. You said something about Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. I didn't hear the whole thing. What is the name of the actress in Breakfast at Tiffany's? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Nope, you guys are in the wrong generation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen that movie, so. I, I don't think I have either. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn, oh. of course. Oh, duh. Of course. Duh. Um, the American football team, Kansas City Chiefs, are based in which state? Missouri. 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 Um, in order to be a universal donor, what does your blood type have to be? Oh. Uh. Oh. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> thought you were saying, oh, like, I'm thinking. <laughs> 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 I was like, waiting. <laughs> Sorry. Um, who drafted the U.S. Declaration of Independence? John Thomas Jefferson. Hancock. Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they call it the John Hancock? Oh, you put no, your John sorry. Hancock. John Hancock had the no, biggest no. signature on the deck. Got it. Who was the first president to travel abroad while in office? Teddy Roosevelt? It is Teddy Roosevelt. He visited oh. Panama in 1906 to inspect progress on the Panama Canal. Respect. That was a good one. That was good. Um, who wrote the national anthem, American national anthem? Uh, Frank Scott Key. Uh, oh, excuse me. Is it not? Definitely Francis Scott Key. It says it's wrong, so get yeah. wrong. You said a national anthem? Yeah. Pretty sure it was Francis Scott Key. The real answer Oh, Canada. <laughs> oh no, that was right. Maybe I accidentally clicked the wrong one. Sorry, guys. Hey, John, we got we got that. We're on I, it. I, We're on it. I'm uh, actually surprised I knew that. What? Prince Scott Key? Me? No, me. Oh, you. Oh, okay. You're surprised that you yourself knew that? Yeah. It's <laughs> interesting. Sometimes uh, it's good to be surprised. <laughs> interesting. Which uh, which famous artist painted the Mona Lisa? Da Vinci. Yes. 
Uh, Suck at paintings. <laughs> In 2012, I'm sorry, what 2012 dramatic musical do Hugh Jackson and Russell Crowe star in together? Uh, what? What 2012 dramatic musical do Hugh Jackson and Russell uh, Crowe star in together? Uh, Les Mis. Hugh Jackman? It's Les Mis. Boom. Nice. What is it? What is it? Uh, Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Oh, wow. I've never seen it. Neither have I. Gosh, how'd you get that then? Because they won a lot of awards. Oh. Who told CNN's Larry King that he'd run for president in 1992 if there were enough signatures to put his name on all 50 state ballots? Hint, he did end up running as independent. John McAfee. No. Reagan. No. I'm not going to repeat it. Um, Ross Perot or Perot? Perot. I don't know. It's Ross Perot. Ross. Ross Perot. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that question. Yeah. <laughs> get the water. fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which document does the 4th of July commemorate? Signing of the Declaration. Declaration of Independence. Yep. At, where was it? Where was it signed? Liberty Hall. In, it's Independence Hall. Independence Hall in, in Philadelphia. Independence Hall. Independence Hall. The Liberty Bell in Independence Hall. Got it. Got it. And now what bell is in there? It's not the Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell cracked. Freedom Bell. No, I just, I literally had the answer, and then you said something, and my brain went away. <laughs> I tried to answer your question, Wait, and you question? forgot what it was. <laughs> what bell? Is it, what bell other, what two what bells bell are replaced? in the, two bells are in the, in Pass and Stowe bell. Yeah, Pass and Stowe. That's a national treasure. Yes, it is. You replaced the Liberty Bell. Oh, they got rid of the Liberty Bell. No, yeah, the Liberty Bell is, like, on the street now, displayed. Oh, interesting. It's cracking. Oh, and then there's also the Centennial Bell? That's it. That's it. There's three bells? I have no idea. Well, the Centennial one is the one I was thinking of. So. Yeah. Me too. That's the one I was thinking of. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know what it was until you said it. Who? <laughs> <laughs> um... Who said that a spoonful of sugar helps medicine? Mary Poppins. Yes, she did. <laughs> uh, she didn't say it. She sang it. She sang it loud and Make proud. the medicine go down. Go down. The medicine, medicine go, go down. down. Medicine go down. The spoonful of sugar helps medicine go down. Mary Poppins. You guys should both... Uh, the Netflix series Stranger Things takes place in what decade? Is it 90s? No. 80s. Yes. 80s. What popular candy was featured in the movie E.T.? Skittles. <laughs> Milky Way. No. It's Reese's Pieces. Oh. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're wrong. Do you, ever, do you ever hear something and then you, after you hear it, you like visualize it and you can see it in like the movie or whatever? Yeah. Literally, that's what happened to me. I saw it flash through my mind. <laughs> um, which former political rival wrote a tribute to Donald Trump for this year's Time 100 list? Uh, wrote a tribute for Donald Trump? Yes. Nancy Pelosi? No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Rival? Hillary Clinton? Joe Biden? Nope. Bernie Sanders? Uh, it was Chris Christie. Uh, the former New Jersey governor praised Trump's policies towards North Korea. I don't know how that guy's still in office. 
Yeah, who knows? Isn't he the one who, like, shut down the beaches and then his family went, like, the next day? <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That's hilarious. Who was the only sitting member of the U.S. House to become president? John Adams. No. Uh, James Polk. Um, James Garfield. Hmm. Plenty of presidents have served in the U.S. House, but only uh, one went straight from there to the White House. And that was him. Um, anyway, who was known to float like a butterfly? Muhammad Ali. Yep. I, I, in my head, I said sting like a bee. <laughs> that's how I answered. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> Um, which country is known to consume the most chocolate? America. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be America. Uh, uh, I don't think so. Chocolate. Oh, is it per man. capita? Or are we talking just in tons? Tonnage? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Ask <some> questions. <laughs> can, it, can it be Can it be India? Uh, it is not. It is Switzerland. See, that's what the fuck. <laughs> there's How much no chocolate? Way that See, there's no way. There's, there's no, no way. way that Switzerland. There's no way that Switzerland eats more than the U.S. in chocolate. There's no way. Shane talked about it last episode. He could go to and find all those M&Ms in Times Square. People fucking love chocolate. It's probably per. It's definitely per capita. I refuse. It's definitely per capita. I refuse to believe. Uh, I ate a whole gallon of chocolate moose track ice cream. Oh, yesterday. Wow. Yes. All right, ready? Yes. Love that yeah. ice cream. There's, there's no way. It's it's got to be per capita. Yeah, Switzerland um, consumes 19.4 pounds per capita. Okay, but the only reason I said India is because there's a billion of them. Yeah. Um, Germany is second. Okay. Then Ireland. Oh. Then the UK. Sweden. That's it. Man, Europe loves their chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. And we just love fast food too much. Yeah. And yeah. too expensive. That's probably what it is. Chocolate. You know the crazy thing about America? I don't know how it is in other countries. I wish I knew. Is we have like the highest of highs and like the lowest of lows. Like we have the people that, you know, weigh the 600 pounds because they just eat and eat and eat and eat. And then we have the people that only eat like the vegetables and they're, I don't know, like the skinniest people. I wonder if other countries have like that big range. Uh, they don't have enough options. Yeah. They don't have like the, the choices or the luxury of the choice that we, like we do. They're not as like rampant. Like yeah. fast foods and stuff. Yeah, that's like around, but you see more like um, like grocery stores or like sidewalk, like restaurants, like more affordable restaurant options that are quick and like easy. A lot of farms. Yeah. We, we also have like the people Farm that go I'm only going to eat like a cannibal diet and uh, those people who are vegan. And then we have the people who are like, oh, I'm only vegan. I only people eat only animals. That's crazy. Like I, I want to see if other countries have like those type of peoples as well. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why people talk about their diet so much. Isn't that so interesting? Why is that such a thing that we talk about all the time? It's, I think it's because it's out there. It's on the news. I'm telling you, I think the news and just yeah. any any type of thing that we hear, like if you go into YouTube, if you go into Facebook, if you go into Twitter, just consuming that information, I think it really does stick. So if you say it enough, because you know how many commercials there are for diets? Tons. It, it sticks. I'm telling you, it just something there sticks. Yeah, I I've read these like theories about how how they've kept the lower class as the lower class through fast food consumption sugar to keep everybody at like a unmotivated pace and almost 
uh, and uneducated. That's why they don't teach the financial stuff in public schools um, so that they give a leg up to the wealthier folks, which is crazy, but it makes sense. I mean, you eat it. I feel a thousand times better eating a salad with grilled chicken than I do after eating a Big Mac. I agree. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. A couple more. All right. Back on it. Um, what breed of dog is commonly known as a firehouse dog? Dalmatian. Dalmatian. Um, in which U.S. state in which U.S. state was the Hershey Company founded? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, Hershey. What is the Loch Ness Monster's nickname? Nessie. Yeah. Um, in the iconic Halloween film, Hocus Pocus, the three witches, Winfred, Winifred, Sarah, and Mary, sing what song on stage? Oh, again. In the iconic Halloween film, Hocus Pocus, the three witches, Winnie, Fred, Sarah, and Mary sing what song on stage? Uh, oh, Holy Night. <laughs> no. I can think of it. it it's the, the one lady plays whatever uh, in Sex and the City. <laughs> she does. Sarah Jessica Parker. Is that her? Horse, no, horse she's space. not in that movie. That's mean. That's what people say. Okay. I don't know. What song is it? Uh, I Put a Spell on You. That's it. Uh, what does the E stand for in Chuck E. Cheese? A what? Entertainment. <laughs> it does. Wow. Entertainment. Chuck Entertainment Cheese. Yep. Is Chuck... Is Chuck just the name of the mouse. Cool. Like is Chuck, like is that three separate things? Chuck, entertainment, cheese, like pizza, pizza, entertainment, and then Chuck, Chuck is the mouse? Um, or is the mouse Chuck and cheese? Chuck is short for Charles. <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out. <laughs> short for Jimmy. <laughs> All right, a couple more, two more. Charles Entertainment Cheese is Chuck's birth name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was the whole thing, I got it. Okay. Um, oh. What company, or what's the name of the company that published the Mario Kart video game? Nintendo. Yes. What makeup? What make up the Power Powerpuff Girls, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup? What What makes up the Power... Sugar, Spice, Everything Nice, and Chemclax. <laughs> yep. What? What did you say? <laughs> it's Sugar, Spice, and Everything Nice, and then uh, whatever the last thing you said. What Chemical was the last thing? Chemical X. Is that part of the theme song? So it makes sense. I don't know. It is, yeah. Uh, it has to be. Yeah. It's um, I, hold on. What's the doctor's name? Professor? It's Professor. No, I don't know. It's like Mojo Jojo. <laughs> Mojo Jojo. Um. Hi guys, this is a uh, my my puppy Van Winkle. He's giving me some love right now. Yeah. Oh, he's getting big. He's getting huge. Yeah. He's getting brown too. So I called, I called uh, today to see how much it would cost to get him fixed. How much? Like six hundred bucks. How much does he weigh? Forty. Wow, that was fast. Forty-one. Forty-one. Well, he's just younger than Max, right? Oh. Yeah, she's forty-five. Oh. He just looks so big. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, it's the camera. <laughs> All right, wait. Pause for a moment and listen. I'm leaning forward to the, the mic like I'm going to hear better. <laughs> can you not hear me? No, I can. I'm just like leaning in. <laughs> Chosen to create the perfect little girl, the ingredient of the concoction, yep. Nice. All right. Yeah, I, I'm. I watched that show as a kid. I'll say it. <laughs> so did I, but I, I, didn't, I didn't remember that. I guess I never watched the. Is that the beginning or the end? It's at the beginning of every single episode. I don't remember. All right, I am tired. There All we right, go. One more, one more. Let's do one, one more. more. Let's do one more. Um, Quasimodo is a fictional character from which novel movie? The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Keats. We'll, we'll end it on a thing that we both got right. For our, so our confidence is high. There we go. Episode 15. You heard it here first, folks. Get home safe. I just want everybody to know that we love you. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. And I hope you tune in every Friday. I was going to say morning, but when do you usually put it out? It's usually in the morning. Every Friday morning.